This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Yes, it is. It's Monday. It's the 29th of January, 2024. The, the last Monday of the month of January. Good morning to you. Thank you so much for staying with us. This is the Power of Breakfast and the lines are still open for you on 0861-987-000 on WhatsApp 0833037093. Well, in this hour, uh, we're going to be talking, uh, at least in this half hour, We'll be focusing on the events at The Hague on uh, uh, in the Netherlands on Friday where the International Court of Justice handed down its judgment regarding South Africa's uh, request for provisional measures in a case that's uh, relating to Israel's military campaign in Gaza. The court, which is the highest judicial body of the United Nations, found that there was indeed a prima facie case of genocide against Israel. Well, reacting to the outcome or the ruling by the um, by the Israelis, uh, at least by the International Court of Justice, the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu uh, said that he welcomes the decision by the court not to order a ceasefire in the war against Gaza, but rejected a change, or the war in Gaza rather, but rejected a change of genocide or the charge of genocide as what he called outrageous and said it will continue Israel would continue to defend itself. We'll be speaking to the Minister of Justice in South Africa in a short while. Uh, but let's go first to Israel. And we're joined on the line um, by the Israeli Genesis offer um, on the line to us. Good morning to you and thank you so much for talking to us. Ty offer, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Good morning and thank you so much for joining us. Uh, firstly, let me just get a sense of how, um, you know, the outcome or the judgment by the International Court of Justice was received uh, by Israelis in general. We have heard the defined tone of the the prime minister, which in itself was not surprising. But uh, how are uh, Israelis reacting to it in general? So uh, we're seeing lots of sanctimonious reactions, people saying, uh, oh, they don't understand the situation, this is not a genocide. Um, but I think there's some tension among Israeli decision makers and lots of uh, common Israelis, they realize that this is likely to have um, implications, you know, legal, political mm. and economic. The, as I said, you know, the tone of the prime minister himself, it should not be, does not come as a surprise. Um, uh, do you think that this will in any way change course um, from the, in terms of how the government has uh, carried out these operations in, uh, in, in Gaza? So um, I cannot hear you very well. Are you asking me if this will have any impact? If there's if there's any impact from other governments? No, I mean, but there's some echo in the. Oh yeah, sorry. I'm just saying specifically the, uh, the, the 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 Israeli government. Do you think that this will in any way force them to change course? 
Yeah, so um, we're trying to see what, how the Israeli government will respond. I mean, a lot of it depends on the interaction between the Israeli government and other governments, mm. especially the U.S. and the U.K. We're seeing uh, um, um, repugnant statements from these governments saying that while they respect the International Court of Justice, they uh, think that South Africa's case is meritless. So we're trying to assess... Um, What's the sense of pressure among uh, Israeli decision makers, uh, among Israeli government ministers? Um, we think that Israel will try to change some of its policies, um, but it's hard to imagine them pulling out of Gaza just um, simply as a result of this ruling. Mm. The the war in itself, or the way that it's been carried out at the minute, is that there's two th- elements. I think that Israeli people seem to be preoccupied, or at least their biggest concern um, is for the return of the hostages. So while uh, Benjamin Netanyahu may not enjoy great popularity among citizens, though, the operation, uh, for as far it seems to me that as far as they are concerned, the means justifies the end, you know, in the end, in the sense that whatever it takes to bring the hostages back, Israeli uh, citizens will accept. Yes, and perhaps worse than that, um, the Israeli right wing doesn't even care about the hostages. I mean, for all they care, um, the hostages can die. They have a higher purpose in mind, and that is um, ethnically cleansing Gaza, kicking out the Palestinians, and resettling Gaza. There was a large conference yesterday in Jerusalem attended by at least 10 government ministers calling exactly for this, mm. resettling, resettling Gaza and kicking Palestinians out. So these people don't care about the lives of the hostages. Moreover, those Israelis who are somewhere in the middle and are not doing anything, they uh, have not understood that the the only way to bring back the hostages is is through a ceasefire and an exchange deal. We're seeing some more protests uh, along those lines, but still not enough people out on the street. I see that there are some negotiations underway in Paris, and I hope that uh, there will be, could be another a breakthrough in terms of getting a prisoner and hostage exchange. Is there much hope being held out that there there could be a breakthrough this time? There's some hope, but I think the main obstacle is Benjamin Netanyahu. He will hold on to power for as long as he can. And to him, this means prolonging the war, because when this is over, when there's a lasting ceasefire, he will probably be pushed out. There's Mm. already protested for calling for his resignation. So he's the main obstacle. Mm. The, the, I see that those that have been arguing on the side of Israelis, including the Israeli government himself, is that of the opinion that there the, cannot be a ceasefire while Hamas also continues to fight because they hold the view that this is not a, a one-sided fight, even though the measures being used on Israeli are so disproportionate, but they feel that this is a fight between two warring parties. Yeah, I mean, I think that if Israel agrees to a ceasefire, uh, Hamas will will naturally cease fire. I, I don't think even Israeli decision makers believe that that Hamas will just keep uh, fighting if Israel agrees to a ceasefire. I think mm. it's an ex- Israeli excuse to uh, avoid a significant exchange deal, including the release of Palestinian prisoners. Yeah, Ofaniman is a journalist based uh, in Jerusalem. Thank you so much, as always, for your time. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you.
Thank you very much for joining sure. us. All right. Uh, so there you go. Just getting a perspective of uh, how this, uh, all of this is playing out in Israel itself. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.